Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Just want to start by talking about this. I overheard something on the train last week that blew my mind. I mean, Diana tell you a lot about this. So I sat there minding my own business, just trying to concentrate on uh, not steaming up my glasses whilst wearing my mask, which takes up 90% of my brain power. And there was two teenage girls sat opposite me having a conversation. And then as the Tannoy announcement kicked in on the train about what stations the train would be stopping at, one of the teenage girls broke from what they were talking about and listed off every station in unison with the Tannoy in perfect timing and perfect tone of voice as well. Leon C, uh, Benfleet, Pitsy, Basildon, Langdon, Upminster, Barking, West Ham. I'm reading these. She was memorising them and then carried on talking about what they were talking about before as if it never happened. And I just was so impressed with it. I just thought this might make an interesting chat first hour of the show. And my question to you is this. Uh, what can you recite from memory? Have you memorised something that's still there for some unknown reason in your head? Because I don't think I've got anything. I don't think I've got anything in the locker. And that makes me feel quite sad. Michael Croft has just tweeted to say, because I put this on Twitter, he can name the surname of every house in order of the delivery on his post round, which apparently is 583 houses. Manny has tweeted to say the whole of Rocky Four, Highlander and the commentary of the Wimbledon 94 game. Whenever I say that, it's never Tony and I make the sign of the cross. And thank you, Hans Segers. Uh, Andrew says um, two all-beef patties, special sauce, less is cheese, pickles and onions, all in sesame seed bun. That's his order. I love that. This text says, uh, Bush, I'm a prison officer, 15 years served. I can remember the prison numbers and once bumped into an ex-prisoner and could recite his number two years after he was released. Amazing. Alice Judge Tolbert, cracking surname, says all the lyrics to Coolio's Gangster's Paradise. That was my mum's ringtone for a bit. You know when mums get a ringtone and stay with it for a bit too long? Uh, Natalie Trott says, uh, I can recite my home phone number from 24 years ago. It's weird, you know, back in the... the uh, I'm thinking the olden days before kind of dialing codes for areas. You know, you used to pick the phone up like in a black and white movie and go like, Klondike 454. I'm sure I've got 818768 in my head from somewhere. Back in my Wiltshire days from Trovegas. Anyway, we've got Steve on the line. Uh, Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, not so bad, thanks. Christmas tree is up. Wicked. I hope that's not a euphemism, Steve. Otherwise, the conversation ends right here. <laughs> no. Steve, <laughs> so what is the thing that you can recite? I can recite all 25 names from my first year secondary school class and that was nearly 50 years ago. Now, is this because we used to do this when I was at school, rather than the teacher call out the surnames and then tick them off and you say here or not, we used to do our names in order and you know who the person was before you and that's how you would do the list and they would tick them off? Is that, is that how well, this has stayed in your mind? We actually sat in alphabetical order. It was even more organised than that. We sat in alphabetical order. Oh, my word. So how long were you at Hogwarts for before you graduated? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little burst then. Let's, let's have the first ten names, right, if, you yeah. can, if you can rustle the them first, up for us, Steve. The first ten names, well, there was, there was Jessica, Kelly, Marcinko, McClellan and Nichols. Keep on going. And then, yeah, and then there was um, Palmer, Parkhouse, Payne, Percival, Peters. Yeah. Phillips, that's me. Yeah. Uh, Phipps, Shirley, Slynn, Spencer... Yeah. Uh, Stars, Moore, Stones, uh, Thornton, Trinder, Tustane. Yeah. And then Diverti, <laughs> Wakeman, Walker, Whitley, Wilcox. That's unbelievable. I feel like you're listing off uh, crewmates on Lancaster Bombers during the Blitz. It's got that kind of vibe about it. Uh, do you, are you friends with any of these people now? Do you know any of this lot that you're, you're naming? Uh, I'm still in touch with a couple. I'm, I met up with... 
Palmer only a few weeks ago. Brilliant. Uh, most of the others are in the mystery of time, but you know they've. But I, I still see names mentioned occasionally. Hey, Steve, you need to get. There's this new website out called Friends Reunited. Get yourself on there, mate. You can meet up with like-minded people. It's really good fun. <laughs> good to speak to you, man. Take care. Right, ha- have a good Monday night. Bye. Frosty Chick says Bush. I've got the postal address for the TV show Tis Was. Even though the show finished <laughs> 38 years ago, that's something else. That. Uh, Emma says, I've got the number plate from our old Ford Escort, E422NBP. That was 33 years ago. Can you remember an old number plate? Let me know. And Abby says, uh, when I was a student 20 years ago, I worked on the deli counter in Sainsbury's, and I can still remember the codes for the different items. For example, 373 was breaded ham, (laughs) and 57 was corned beef. That is fascinating, Uh, Abby. We'll have to get you on. Uh, some very interesting stuff coming in. Our boss, Rob Watson, has texted our producer, Adam, to say he remembers all the fruit and veg codes from when he worked in a supermarket. He's still got the skills now. Uh, remember someone on earlier on saying that they knew the actual postal address uh, for the TV show Tis Was, which finished like nearly 40 years ago. So many people know the addresses for programmes. Darren Riley's just tweeted to say uh, he is, still remembers the address for Swap Shop, uh, BBC Television Centre, Wood Lane, London, W12, 8QT. Keep them coming in. You can tweet at Absolute Radio. We've got Jenny on the line right now. Uh, Jenny, what can you recite from memory? Um, I can recite all of the 50 American states in alphabetical order. Right, and now is this because like some teachers drummed it into you, parrot fashion back in the day? How come you've got this information in your head? No, I was obsessed with moving to America, so um, for some reason I thought that would enhance my chances. <laughs> I love that, like they're going to do some kind of test when you get to the airport or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, um, what happened to you? Did you ever, obviously, did you ever move out to America? Did that dream come true? No, I did a little round the world tour and I uh, oh. dipped my toe in the American pond, but not for me. All right, well, listen, just give us a little burst of a few states now just to show that you've got it in the locker. You, you ready? Okay, yeah. Ready, steady, go. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky. <laughs> You're doing great, doing great. I've lost my train of thought now. Keep going, <laughs> Maine, this is great. Maryland, Massachusetts, Missouri, Mississippi, Minnesota, Michigan. Oh, I think I've gone out of alphabet there. That's not bad, though. That is a very, very strong, <laughs> you know, off the, literally off the cuff there. You, you know, this is a surprise <laughs> you with this spot, as well. Yeah. Put you on the spot. This is going to come up in a pub quiz at some point, Jenny, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Have a brilliant Monday night. Thanks for chatting. (laughs) You too. Thanks very much. Bye. Uh, We've got Ashley on the line very quickly. Ashley, what can you recite from memory? Uh, Okay, so I can do two different train lines, same as the girls from earlier. Yeah. Um, I used to go to school on the train, um, so I can do from Liverpool Street to Cambridge. (laughs) And then I used to get uh, the train to work, so I can do Bedford to Three Bridges. Brilliant. Good repertoire. And then in terms of work, what any work-based thing that you can remember? Yeah, so um, I actually also used to work at Luton Airport, and I can remember, this was like six years or so ago, I can remember how to say where your gate is in Polish. Okay, so any Polish people listening right now will be able to verify this. Obviously, I can't verify it, but if I did a bing-bong noise for you, you can do the announcement, and then we'll see whether you got it right or not. Is that right? Yeah, so this is is a flight to Katowice. Okay, brilliant. You're going to do a flight to Katowice. Right, here we go. Here's the bing-bong. Take it away. Passagerowie Limi Wizer, race numer 1610, Fantastic. I've got no idea whether you're right or not, Ashley, but it sounded good from where we were listening. Thank you so much. 
So I've kind of noticed that uh, people have started investing in what I would describe as show-stopping quality baubles. Hear me out here for Christmas, obviously. Uh, it's become a bit of a thing. So do you remember back in the day, you used to get like 20 gold baubles from WH Smiths and then someone would disappear, the cat would destroy a couple of them, but you wouldn't worry about it, you'd buy them all again next year. Things have changed now. Not anymore. people are acquiring uh, a colourful array of top-end baubles that they kind of look after, care for, and they come out each year and they put them on the tree. Is that going on in your house right now? My friend and national treasure, uh, Mel Gedroich, a huge thing in her house. She's always sending me photos of her baubles, not like that. And they've been on her tree for decades. And it's a really big thing uh, for the Gedroich family. So with it being a thing, I thought, that's great, but how do we work out whose baubles are the best? This week on Home Time, and I'm going to explain this all to Richie tomorrow, I'm sure he'll be fine with it, we're launching a thing called Battle of the Baubles. Uh, every day, a different category... And all you need to do is submit a picture of your star bauble in said category. We'll do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday will be the huge playoff. We're in talks at the moment with Sky Sports 2 to try and get it on there as well so people can watch live. A lot of betting going on in the Far East with this as well. Today's category is animal-themed baubles. Have a look on our Facebook page. We've posted it already there. There's some great stuff coming in already. If you have an animal-themed bauble that you're particularly proud of, we want to hear about it tonight on the show. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Shelley has got in touch on our Facebook page to say, this is my son's addition to the tree this year, a beautiful blue whale. And if you have a look at the picture, it really is beautiful. So if you think you've got what it takes to win tonight's category and maybe go all the way to the big event on Friday, which we can pretend in our minds is in Las Vegas, Stephen says, homemade Santa cat in snow glow bauble. Good work, Stephen. Rui's got a tiger's head. Not literally. And a panther's head as well on his tree. Hide a Fran who sent in a photo of her knitted Peruvian alpaca. There's all sorts. There really is. We've got Audrey on the phone. Audrey, tell us about your animal-themed bauble. I borrowed it from someone else's tree. It's a borrowed bauble? Well, I stole it, really, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> so tell everyone what it is, because it, it's, uh, it's a glorious thing that we've seen on Twitter that we had to, uh, to get in touch with you about. Tell us about the bauble. It's a little fox. OK. So did you think it's got a hat with a feather and a little bow? Okay. So, yeah. I like it. And it looks like, is it made out of actual glass, this bauble? Yes, it is. Okay, brilliant. So, fox with a hat and a little bow and all that kind of stuff as well. Is is it like an old, but has it been around for years? It looks like it might be an antique. Yeah, yeah. maybe not an antique, but it's quite old. And it's got a little friend as well. Tell us about the friend. I think it's a cow. <laughs> and it's the same. It's got a hat and the eyeglass and the... And the book, and a broken ear, actually. Okay, but the, the theme round at your house, Audrey, seems to be animals wearing top hats, because if the cow's got the hat as well. <laughs> well, you've got to dress up for Christmas, right? Absolutely, 100%. And so, you know, I was saying before on the show that people used to just have kind of throwaway baubles back in the day, but now there's this thing where people are buying quite, you know, nice ones and keeping them in the family, a bit of an heirloom thing. Have you got that going on in your the family tree at the moment? Yeah, we've got a few friends in us with our dog's name on. Or some have made themselves with their children's name. So there's quite a few going on. Fantastic. Well, it's an honour to have uh, your fox go into the uh, into the category today for best animal bauble. Best of luck, Audrey. Thank you very much. Uh, Becky in West Sussex says, I have a Christmas armadillo wearing a party hat, as you do, a Christmas rainbow zebra and a sausage dog dressed as a fairy. Uh, we've got Anne on the line. Anne, what have you got? We went to Thailand last Christmas and uh, we went with the elephants and... We took them and had a shower and a bath with them all. 
so uh, <laughs> actually do. So obviously, as you do, and obviously Thailand is elephants. So I thought I've got to bring an elephant back. So wherever I go and travel around the world, I normally, you know, try and bring something back. So Jay, Jay's on our tree, the elephant. Wow, so it's an actual elephant called Jay. And you can say to other people then, uh, those moments in dinner parties or conversations where things might dry up a little bit, that you've actually had a shower with an elephant, which is a hell of a claim. Yes, I know, but we have, yeah. I've got the picture of it with Jay. He's a six-year-old. Well, what I love as well is that you've got, um, obviously, every time you go around the world, then you pick up a different uh, bauble. Any other baubles that might not necessarily be animal-themed that you've got on your tree that you're proud of? Yeah, I've got Windsor Castle. I've got um, I've got Santa on a bike. I've got Santa <laughs> playing the bagpipe. <laughs> I've got a locket, I've got a little fairy, I've I've got all sort of weird things going on. Diamantes. Superb. Yeah. It it sounds like there's a party every Christmas round at your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All this week, thanks to our friends at Tesco Mobile, we have a bunch of amazing prizes for you to win, and it couldn't be any simpler. It's all because Tesco Mobile want you to treat yourself to a great deal for less this Christmas. We've designed a good old-fashioned hometown quiz with a bit of a Christmas twist, and we've doubled the prizes, so every time you get a question right, you win two of it, one for you and one for someone else special. On the line ready to play, we have lovely Nicola from Wakefield. How are you doing, Nicola? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Are you all set for Christmas? You've got everything sorted and all that kind of stuff? I'm halfway there. I've still got quite a bit to get yet. Have you booked in, like, what you're going to have? Like, have you, like, ordered the turkey and all that kind of stuff? No, that gets done, like, Christmas Eve. I'm really, really... Oh, you're one of those panicking, running around. Yeah. Oh, well, let's hopefully we'll be able to win... Some great prizes here. Uh, let's talk you through the rules. We've got five questions for you. For each question you get right, you can double up on your prizes. One for you and one for either a friend or a family member. If you've got a question wrong, though, sadly, you miss out on that prize and you might leave them a little bit disappointed. So big pressure on here. Uh, we can only accept your first answer yeah. and you've got five seconds to answer each question. If you get an answer right, you're going to hear this. But if you get a question wrong, you're going to hear this, Nicola. Mm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. All right, well, let's get ready to play. Here we go. Question one is uh, you're playing for a four-slice toaster. What about that? Who who do you think would like to win this uh, toaster, Nicola? I think I'd give it to my sister because she's doing her kitchen up at the moment. Perfect. She'd really like that. Well, here you go. Here's the question. Which one of Santa's reindeer had a red nose? Rudolph. You're absolutely right. You've won yourself Yay! and your sister a toaster. <laughs> Off to a great start. There you go. Happy days. Question two. This is for a brand new iPhone 11. Who in your life would love an iPhone 11, Nicola? Oh, that'd be my oldest son. He'd be absolutely over the moon. What's his name? Joseph. 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 Could be a nice bit of tech for Joseph if he can get this right. How many days does it take for the Earth to orbit the sun? Um, Nicola, what do you think it is? What's the answer? What? One. One? Oh, <laughs> oh, poor Joseph. But uh, just to confirm, it doesn't take... It's 365 for a year. Do you see what I mean? Oh, Nicola, I'm panicking, thinking about that. <laughs> I know sometimes if the prize is so good, it puts the pressure on you. Let's go on to question three. Yeah. For £100 in cash, who would you like to have that uh, prize doubled up for? I'd probably have to give it to Joseph again for me. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> See if you can make amends for question two here. Right, here we go. Who had yeah. hits with I'm Your Man, Bad Boys and Last Christmas? Oh. Who had hits with those songs, uh, Nicola? 
Oh, I don't know. Mm. It was Wham. Of course. Oh, last Christmas, the whole oh, Whamageddon no. thing on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Poor old Joseph here. He's not having any luck at all, is he? Oh, he's not going to speak to me again. <laughs> Question four, an Acer 10-inch tablet. Who's this one going to be for, Nicola, dare I ask? Again, <laughs> right, here we go. Who played Hans Gruber in the film Die Hard? Who was Hans Gruber? Uh, oh, I can see him. Um, Bruce Willis. It wasn't. It was Alan Rickman. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to stage an intervention between you and Joseph at this rate. It's going to be it's going to be beef. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick someone else. This isn't going well at all. Maybe maybe Joseph's the bad luck here. He's the albatross. Who are you going to go for this final one? Is for a food and drink hamper worth 140 pounds. Who who are you to double up this with? I'm going to give it to my mother-in-law because right, she's had a real bad year and it, she'd love that for Christmas. Okay, brilliant. Well, here we go. Best of luck. What nut is the middle of a Ferrero Rocher? Um, is it a walnut? Oh, Nicola, mate, it's not. It's a hazelnut. So you've uh, you're in your the bad books of your your lad Joseph. Your mother-in-law's not going to speak to you anymore. However, your sister's over the moon because she's won herself a four-slice toaster. Yay! Congratulations, <laughs> Nicola. <laughs> if I was you, I'd get that turkey sorted because there's, there's a bit of a run of bad luck going on here. But have a good Monday night. Good to speak to you. Thank you. I want to offer you an opportunity that breaks the space-time continuum. Bear with me here. An opportunity that allows you to travel back in time. I want you to imagine dry ice and lasers, that kind of thing. I'm going to call this final hour of the show Father Christmas Time Machine. And here's the question, right? If Santa was to offer you the chance to have one present from your past again, what would it be and what year would it be from? So a gift that you've had before, but you've probably lost it or given it away or sold it or grown out of it or whatever, but you would love to have that gift once more. Have a little think about it. For me, just going back to, you know, that ripple effect that you have in a dream sequence, I would go for the Black Widow catapult. I had it, I think, Christmas 1990, so I was about 14 and I absolutely loved it. It's, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a Black Widow catapult. It's kind of almost an army regulation, really mean-looking catapult that was that had such tension in the uh, orange rubber pullback bit that you had to have like an armrest to stop it from kind of smacking back and smashing your glasses. And I used to love it. And this is the God's honest truth. I stayed up one Christmas night with my mate James Gaysford when we were both 15. Uh, this is so childish, but uh, we used to live in an old people's home in Brixham in Devon, and it had, like, arched kind of windows, so you could lift the window up, look out, and then close the hatch again. We spent all of Christmas night, this is pre-going to the pub, with a Black Widow catapult and a box of Quality Street, firing sweets at our neighbours' windows to thunk them, to get them to come to the window to see what was going on, then hiding again. That's how I used to have fun before we discovered the pub. So, Father Christmas time machine, uh, a gift that you've had before... You'd love to have once more again. Tell us what the gift is and what year you would have got it. Lisa says, I still have my Bon Tempe organ, but I would love my Orville from when I was eight years old. I'm 47 now. Uh, Darren says, one present from the past has got to be the steer and go, probably from 1975. Is that that little thing that people used to bring in for school bringer game day where you have like a, a mini steering wheel and your car's on a stick going around this little uh, 
glowing light kind of street. Tell me, clarify that for me. And Matt has sent in a photo. He says, one of these bad boys, if you had one of these, you basically ran the estate as a kid. Um, I don't know what the name of it is. I think it might be called a Wildcat, but it was a really souped-up BMX that looked like it was something out of the future. Uh, Helen says, OMG Bush, I used to love my Black Widow catapult as well. We used to fire Maltesers at Morris dancers. Don't condone that at all. Thank you, Helen. Uh, Keith in Aberdeen says, Bush, I think the bike you were thinking of was the Rally Vector. Uh, someone tweeted in a photo of their their BMX that just had, like, body armour on it. Yeah, He adds, this was basically the kids' bike version of Kit from Knight Rider. Thank you for clarifying that. We've got Simon on the line. Si, how are you doing? Great. Really good. So far. Just waiting for me tea and then I'll be happy. Do you know what you're having for your tea or is it a mystery? It's five balls, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to open a bottle of red wine as well. Fantastic. One thing leads to another. That sounds like a, a perfect Monday night as well. Do you know what? I, I've been, people have been quite down on me for the way that I eat spaghetti bolognese. What I do with the, with spaghetti is I saw it, I chop it up into little bits and then eat it. Is that weird, Si? No, I'm with you on that, Bush. It must be the scouts in us. It's what it is. It's the old Ellesmere Port thing coming through. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, si, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, what uh, Christmas present from the days gone by would you love to have again if uh, Father Christmas was to give you the time machine? It would be Le Mans Scale Electric, Le Mans 24 Hour. They are headlights, they are brake lights. It, and it was in the 80s when I got it, I think about 1985. So it was just an absolute piece of wonderment to me. It was amazing. Fantastic. And did, did it lead you to try and do any endurance races for a long period of time with, say, brothers or cousins? Well, I'm, I'm one of seven lads, so, yeah, there was many, many battles going on. Fantastic. Oh, what an amazing... Imagine, uh, I, I imagine if you looked on eBay, that'd probably be worth quite a lot of money right now, wouldn't it, Si? Oh, uh, and if you've got all the brothers around now, um, with a bit of uh, maybe Stellar or some red wine thrown in, it would get quite um, quite exciting and adventurous, I should imagine. Yeah, what a night that would be. Well, listen, we won't keep you. Enjoy your spag bowl, and cheers for listening to Absolute Radio. Cheers, Bush. Keep up the good work, mate. Uh, rate My Sausage on Twitter. Fantastic name. He says it's got to be Basic Dungeons and Dragons, the one with the red box back from 1983. Yvonne says it has to be my Atari. Do you remember the um, Atari games console? First games console we ever had. Had a wooden finish, which you don't tend to see these days. I'm pretty sure uh, the PS5 doesn't have a wooden finish. Of course it doesn't. It looks like a dehumidifier. Uh, Cole says I had loads of space Lego from around that time. Paul Jarvis, Castle Grayskull from 1985. 1985, a big year for quality Christmas presents. And Charlene says, I'd love to have the uh, cricket doll that moved and talked with a cassette in the back. I loved it. My sister left it in the garden. It was ruined. I was gutted. Sounds a bit terrifying to me. We've got Steve on the line. Steve, what present would you love to reconnect with? In uh, 1977, I had a flight deck, which was a plane you had to land on like an aircraft carrier with bits of string. <laughs> <laughs> half hour, absolutely useless, packed it away, hated it. Well, that's amazing, because when, when we saw the text come into the show, I presumed you were talking about an old baby BBC Electron flight simulator, but this was an actual mm. physical toy. Yes. It was about a ten-foot-long bit of string with a plate on it. That's amazing. It had, had, like, a, a joystick. And what was your um, success rate as the captain of that ship, plane? Absolute zero. Nowhere near. <laughs> Nowhere near. And what happened to it? Did it get uh, lost, sold, given away? What happened to that thing? I've got no idea. A back of a cupboard, never seen again. Hopefully, Santa's going to bring that back for you then uh, with uh, the Father Christmas time machine. I hope so too. Brilliant. Good to speak to you, man. Have a great Monday night. And you. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over.